Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Wow. What a what a show we have for you today. We are not doing anything that can in any way discombobulate or upset us. We are just going for pure frivolous fun. And for that, there was only one person that I could ask to join me today. Mark is still making his movie. So um, I am missing him terribly. But um, my stunt husband, (laughs) Mr. Lee Pitt, has agreed, oh my God, did it take negotiations, to join me on Coffee Moaning this morning. I have no idea what the topics are, because I rather foolishly gave him free reign. So we really do think that they will probably just be topics about him. What do you think, guys? <laughs> Is everybody looking forward to seeing Lee today? Because I don't know that I am. You might have seen this yesterday, but um, I messaged Lee yesterday saying, everything okay for nine o'clock? And I got this. Hi, Nadia, this is Lee's agent just jumping in. That's what agents say. Uh, To confirm that all has been booked. Uh, As per our conversation, just a few things from our end. We need to ensure the smooth running of our client's appearance on the show. God, he's such a little shit, isn't he? Uh, Shit. Little shit. Anyway, uh, you are not to look Lee directly in the eye. He's got beautiful eyes. That seems a bit of a shame. Mind you, he's got those things in at the moment, so he's probably wanting to me to look just directly at his beautiful teeth. Uh, until broadcast has started, please note, Lee may try and catch you out here by asking if he has anything in his eye. This is a test. Please do not fall for it. You are not to discuss the time he kissed a woman. Well, if you ask it, why don't one of you ask it? Because if you ask, it's not my fault, is it? Um, I have sent over a non-disclosure agreement to your email. Please sign it immediately. This is to protect my client, ensure no one that his real name is in fact Cleo. Named after Cleopatra, the girl group, not the Queen of Egypt. God, I'm surprised. I don't think you're the Queen of Egypt. Anyway, ensure you do not sneeze during broadcast. Well, I know that upsets him. Uh, he always demands that of the audience at Loose Women. Lee finds it a weakness and will leave. And will leave immediately if it happens so please no sneezing but if there is a sneezing emoji would that be included i don't know is there a sneezing emoji please uh deliver rue a bottle of champagne and two packs of sliced gouda cheese we've already sent that directly to his place in notting hill uh two sliced gouda cheese to his london residence between 8 42 and 8 47 the only problem was fucking driver turned up early and actually arrived there at 8 32 so he's already in a strop if you're to laugh at lee this is encouraged, bracketed. Uh, please ensure that it is in the key of E. Uh, is that E? I don't know. I might have already offended him. Many thanks. He can't wait to be a guest on the show. Well, if he can't wait, let's damn well bring him in. And I would like a round of applause. I would like many emojis of applause. Here we go. Let's see if I can actually make this happen. Add to stage. Ah! Oh, hello. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> you're in darling and oh, um, I, I can't believe my my agent would make out that I'm such a diva I mean honestly I'm gonna have to have a word with her <laughs> I hope the gouda wasn't wasn't too cold because it did arrive a bit early didn't it <laughs> we'll talk afterwards <laughs> <laughs> it um, is such a joy to have you here with me on coffee moaning because oh, I'm delighted to be here 
Well, that's because I always say to people, you are, you know, incredibly smart, incredibly funny. And of course, you have quite beautiful eyes that none of us are going to look into. Well, they're a little bit bloodshot at the minute. Because, I mean, this is quite early for me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, my God. You didn't see all the deals on the timing so that you could get to the gym in time to have a sauna before he went to the studios at ITV. God. Um, um, so we have handed over the, the whole show to you and you have actually chosen the topics. I have no idea what Lee has chosen to speak about. So God help us all. And there's lots of... Um, um, applause going on for you here, Lee. Oh, hi, everyone. I think I can see the comments. Can I? Oh, can yes. you? Well, okay. I can see Ed, Edward. Edward. Oh, thanks. He's doing a flex emoji. Guten Morgen, <laughs> says Catherine. Oh, sorry, I forgot to say about your muscle. That was actually a very good muscle. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I did think you might have missed it. Might have buffered slightly. Um, <laughs> mine have to maybe do a bit more at the gym for validation. Um... If you do experience the sound of a child wailing in the background, it's not one of my own. Um, someone is crying outside uh, and they're just around. So, I, I... <laughs> Honestly, Lee moved to Notting Hill Gate like the day before yesterday, practically. That's how, uh, how soon ago it was. But he gets quite furious with other people that wander around Notting Hill Gate taking in the sights because he does actually his now. I know I have become one of those people where, you know, you know, when you're like, oh, don't other people ruin things. Just I think the world would be a lot easier if it just weren't other people in it. Um, but hey, <laughs> we live and learn. <laughs> um, yeah, so listen. Oh, what's... hang on. Before we go any further, Elaine Denning has put this up quite a few times and she says, we've heard that you only kissed a girl. Oh, <laughs> I have. But we I... about that later or now? It's up to you. It's just Elaine is quite um, determined. Well, this, well, I, I, so I always say I've never been with a woman. I'm organic. Um, however, I did once at the Aqua Disco kiss a girl and I might, I accidentally as well. So we used to do this thing called the Aqua Disco. As, as like, pause for a second, Aqua Disco. I've never heard of Yeah, yeah. So it was at the Cleethorpes Leisure Centre. And um, we'd go and we'd be like 10 or 11 and we'd be having a bit of an Aqua Disco and all the kids went and like they'd pump out music, but you were in the, you were in the water, so it was a disco, but it was aqua, you know. And so the aqua disco, I mean, it must have taken them a long time to come up with that name. And, <laughs> um, but I, I didn't have my goggles and I accidentally fell to girl's breast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. I thought it was an armband. <laughs> I, um, I was traumatized. And then I, I, I remember thinking, well, I've gone all in, so I should kiss her. So I kissed her instead. Um, but it was, yeah. It was weird. It wasn't right. It didn't feel right. A bit like kissing an armband. I think I would have rather kissed the armband. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you mean when you say you're organic? Is that is that is that something that you? Well, um, I mean, yeah. So, so you, you're untouched almost. You you know you've, you're not you're not. But you know, not to be sexist. So what you mean in the gay world, you would be yeah. deemed organic because you are... 
Yes, so there's different tiers. So you'd have a gold star gay, that's someone who's never had sex with a woman. Um, and then you have the pinnacle, which is a platinum gay. Um, and that's if you've never had sex with a woman, but you were also born caesarean. Um, <laughs> oh, so that you didn't come through. Yeah, never been in, never been out. <laughs> you know? So, you know, there's different levels of it. Is that but an actual thing? Yeah, it's an actual thing. Yeah, platinum gay. It's like the pinnacle. If you say to someone, oh, you're a platinum gay, and then someone actually once said, well, what if, what if you weren't breastfed? And I said, well, we're going a bit too far now. because. <laughs> but yeah, platinum gay. Wow, there you go. So, that, so you know, so it's a learning curve for everyone, coffee moaning. It really is. And this is what we say every day. We all learn together. That's the most amazing thing. So what are we discussing today? God help me, I can't believe I've actually just said that. Well, do you know what? I did think there's so much I wanted to talk about, you know, with what's happened to me this week. Um, but then I was like, no, stick to the news, okay? Oh. So, um, I, I, I was trying to rack my brains of how you usually do this coffee morning, uh, moaning, morning, and... Um, do you do you do the do you do like a tease at the top? Shall I give a bit of a tease? Ooh, go on, do it. We'll do whatever you want. Okay, so some of the headlines we've got today: wedding dress dilemma. Okay, so this is a light frothy one that I found out, and it's a dilemma. Well, it's a bit more of a friendship dilemma. Okay, involving a wedding dress. So just let that one sit with you there, guys. And then what we've got, um, what else we got? <laughs> so, <laughs> so we've got, oh, The Rock. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. And that is Dwayne Johnson. Oh, okay. God, we love Dwayne Johnson. We're all obsessed. Dwayne Johnson is man, is Mark's major man crush. Yeah, well, we have a story about him that's oh, recently hit the news. Um, so we will be discussing Dwayne Johnson. Um, do you know what? Can I just say, I have pressed, on StreamYard it says touch up my appearance, but I think I look a bit too airbrushed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just changed I it. Don't touch up our experience. I mean, our oh. appearance. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. There, oh, mm, there we go. I'm back to my normal self. Oh, you're beautiful. Oh, no. Anyway, um, I should be honest about that. I did, you know, it, it said, do you want to touch yourself up? And I automatically <laughs> said yes. Um, so then we've also got, I'm going to be oh, discussing God. something I did last night, actually, a theatre show in the West End, but it's a, it's based on a true story. Um, but we're kicking off, tone, tone change, tone change. We're kicking off with, <laughs> oh, God, no, I can't laugh about it. It's very sad. Very sad news. Oh um, no, God, what are you going to do? Have you got the Sorry, I'm laughing at myself because I, I didn't go in, I didn't go into it very well. Um, All right, start again if it's a sad story. So that, so those, those are the T's. Okay, those are the T's. But actually what happened yesterday is, um, do you know Bill Kenwright? Oh God, of course. Theatre impresario. Yeah, well, he's died, unfortunately. Oh, Oh, uh, God, I'm going to be the worst newsreader ever. I can't, I shouldn't, sorry. Oh, my God. They, I, imagine if they did that on BBC News. Hey, guys, do you know Bill Kenwright? 
he's died. <laughs> yes, um, no, he has died. You are such a massive fan of Bill Kenwright. I mean, you've always, always talked about how incredible he is, and it's probably because yeah. you're upset. No, no. So, so basically, he he is, and do you know what? I didn't know about him. He is. So I, apparently, he passed. He passed away yesterday, last night, I believe, age seventy-eight, and oh, um, he. But it said he had a short, brief illness. I don't think they've released, you know, uh, passed mm. away peacefully in his sleep last night, surrounded by his uh, loved ones. But what oh, I didn't know about him is he was also the chairman of Everton Football Club. So if you don't know Bill Kenwright, you might know him as the chairman of Everton, or you might know him, which I knew him more for, um, who was a big theatre producer. Okay. Let's talk some of his top shows, Lee. Oh my God, he produced loads. So he one of his the one of his most famous ones, which was running in the West End for, for years, was Blood Brothers. Um, um, and he was he was behind Blood Brothers. Um, he also did Joseph and the Technical Dreamcoat. He did a revival of Cabaret, not this current one, but he did one with um, Sheila Hancock um, and James Dreyfus, I believe. He literally, so basically he's an award-winning theatre producer and he actually championed so many people. And there's, do you know when people die, like obviously people come out with about stories about people. There was a lovely story I saw this morning where um, someone said that he'd like secretly paid for her uh, son's brain cancer treatment and stuff. Oh. And he's huge in the theatre world. Um, and he's just... Yeah, it's very sad because you, what you might remember him from is, did you do you remember? And actually, there's just been a resurgence of it. Um, so there's currently Mamma Mia, I Have a Dream on ITV. Um, mm. Oh, did he do the other one, the original one with them? Um, yeah, so he, well, he, he did them all, but he was a judge That's on right. um, Any Dream Will Do, which was the search for the new yeah. Joseph. Yes. Oh, I, was, I used to love those talent shows. Oh, I was God. obsessed. And because what it was so ruthless, because I remember like if a Dorothy went on the search for the Dorothy on the um, Sound of Music one, like when they got eliminated, like the other Dorothys had to go up to them and rip their ruby slippers off their feet. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, and like, I remember in the Joseph one, they take off the technical dream coat. And then one time I was remember this particular guy took off his coat himself because he was like, I'll take the coat off. And everyone was like, ooh, sore loser. You won't let the others rip the coat off you. And it was just a whole mental. Is that true? My God, I have no memory of that. Yeah. That Edward Bevington, Dorothy Search was brutal. It was. Oh, Dorney Lee mentioning football. Never. I know. I well, I didn't know anything about football. He was the Everton <laughs> chairman. Um, but yeah, so he. Um, yeah, Edward Bevington saying it was just brutal. The Dorothy Search, Elaine, brilliantly dramatic. Um, Ellery Jones says he was also in Coronation. Street, that's right. He was, he was. Apparently he, uh, and then I think sometimes he was in a couple of his own shows. He, he also directed a few, apparently. But I was also reading, I mean, he was obviously one of those just amazing, brilliant minds because he apparently also, in the football world, he's massive. He got Everton, apparently, 
through the you know the football grapevine, he got them through a period of unprecedented change. Um, and I never so, dreamt in a million years you would be talking about Everton today. I know. Oh my God! Can you believe? This is why I'm laughing a bit because I'm like I'm going to start talking about football. I'm kicking off. I'm kicking off, guys. No pun intended. <laughs> But he produced over 500 West End Broadway and UK touring um, productions. He did films, he did music albums, and he's been a, he's been, a, I think he was a CBE as well. I think he was a CBE. Oh, Shelley Riddler says she met him once when she went to watch Blood Brothers. So I wanted to quickly ask, because obviously let's get back onto musicals. Um, <laughs> What's your favourite musicals, guys? I want to know. I want to know some, because I'm going to talk about a musical that I saw last night, actually. Oh. Yeah, and do you see. know what? It would be nice if people left some favourite musicals, because I think, because the annoying thing is, if Lee were to sing now any of the musicals, I checked this, YouTube could possibly shut us down. Like, so we've got not, to Not because it'll be shit. <laughs> no, because, no, actually, because it would be so good. Like, I could probably sing a musical. All the words would be the wrong way around, and I might have the right tune. So YouTube wouldn't pick it up. <laughs> right, <laughs> but if you right. did, it would sound like the recording. So I think what we're going to do is, I haven't spoken to Lee about this, but I know I know, I'd be up for it, is if we do one of our Instagram lives where you do blasts of favourite musical tunes. Would you like that, guys? Yeah, yeah, I'd love. Oh, you're not asking me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carola Hill says, "West Side Story." I'm so pretty. I'm so pretty. I'm so pretty and witty and gay. Um, <laughs> yeah. What? I don't love West Side Story as the musical. It's my mum's favourite. Um, I think you need to watch it again. You haven't watched it properly. It's fantastic. You know what? I do love. I do love the music. I once saw a production of it in college, and I was quite well known in college for like being quite honest with feedback. And it was such a terrible production. I, uh, someone said to me, "Be honest. What did you think?" I said, "You should have named it West Side Bory and walked <laughs> up." Um, this was back when you know I was a little lusher. Um, is that is that the only way way you've ever watched it? You've not watched the I, film? I think, yeah, the film. I think I just saw a bad amateur production of it. Oh, but I do love the music. It's one of my favourites, as is yeah. Oliver. Quite a few people saying Oliver. Oliver, I was in Oliver. Do you know I was in Oliver? You Oliver? At the Grimsby Amateur Dramatics Operatic Association. <laughs> um, I wasn't Oliver. I was too old. I was Noah Claypole. Now I know what Did you see how... Did you feel the pain when he said, I was too old? <laughs> I wasn't the lead. I wasn't the titular character. Um, I was, yeah, I was Noah Claypole, which I know what you're thinking. Who is Noah Claypole? Yes, um, I was, was thinking that. He was the funeral parlour's, like, son, and he was a bit of a bully. So I was that, and then I, I it was a great part, actually, because I had a bit of a, of a part. Did you ever have a name? that character or did yes. we name ourselves <laughs> no no he did name? have a name he did have a name can we google that please because i think we might have been moved into the arena of telling little lies okay okay well i i look forward to being fact checked on that um yeah look bad guy in the funeral yeah 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 the funeral oh kinky boots dawn decker i love kinky boots 
Um, that didn't really didn't. last long, actually. I don't think that lasted long on the West End. And I feel like it toured, but it's one of them I mean, that just kind of comes and then goes. It doesn't, it doesn't stand the test of time, does it? No, um, I, did, I left with no songs in my head. Natasha Tiramis, My Fair Lady. I love My Fair Lady. So I think you What's like your favourite musical, Mary, Mary Callahan wants to know. Oh, God, that's asking me, like, what's my favourite? I know what it is. I know what it is. Well, you, I know what you're going to say. Poppins. Um, yeah. Do you know what, though? I don't know if that is my favourite. That's a, that's a, almost a bit of a standalone one because it's that's that has the most meaning to me, but I don't know if it's my, the most famous. Uh, it's standalone favorite. and it has the most meaning. I think that means that it's gone into the arena of favourite. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Derek, definitely up there. There's one called Into the Woods that I love, not the film version. Um, oh. Yeah, it's it's about the Grim Tales. Um, People asking if you've seen Six. Have we seen Six? Have we seen Six? Well, the funny thing about Six is, and I'll, we'll, we'll move on to the next topic soon, um, but um, I was a bit of a, I was a bit of a theatre snob, so Kay Adams. No. Oh, years ago, I know, me being snobby, I didn't think I had it in me. But um, <laughs> Kay Adams, years ago, was like, oh, have you seen a musical called Six? Have you heard of a musical called Six? And I was like, no, I haven't, Kay. <laughs> <laughs> what because you just go to Kay for any theatre, film or TV yeah. recommendation. You go to her for a lot of other recommendations, but that's not her arena. Is yeah, her. and she was like, I saw it at Edinburgh Fringe, and I was like, oh, well, do let me know how it was. <laughs> like, you know, thinking, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. And then she was like, oh, it's the best thing I've ever seen. So I was like, anyway, about two weeks later, I'm going down the escalator, poster on the wall for Six the Musical. I'm like, this is the one that Kay was talking about. Well, I went to see it. I was obsessed. I had yep. to eat my words. I was like, I, I remember thinking I really judged. I, I thought Kay had lost her mind. I was like, I've never heard this. You know, I, as you know, I'm big on the football scene, but I'm also big on the musical scene. So like, I was thinking, I don't know. I've never heard of this. Well, it's fantastic. It's brilliant. And, and then you took me and Maddie and we had a great night. Well, yeah, we really did. It was so good. And also... It's an hour and 10 minutes long, no interval. Oh, what a treat. So good. So well, good. you know what? I think we should do a special live one day, just all on musicals, because there's obviously people here love the love musicals. We should do that. So what's your next topic? I mean, I could sit here and talk all day, but I know you have a sauna and a gym you have to get to. Yeah, well, very quickly, just on the back of that, I'm going to talk very, very quickly about oh, the musical. Oh, you just want to light, darling. Yeah, but it's a, it's a bit, um, it's a bit, it's so it's, I saw this new musical called The Little Big Things. And it is based on a true story. Now, you may have heard this guy, of this guy. I feel like I've seen him on the news before. And he released a book called The Little Big Things. It's about a young guy called Henry Fraser. And he was a real talented rugby player. Oh, my God. Football and rugby. What oh, am geez, I doing? Oh, something happened. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm now talking about rugby. Football um, and rugby. Yeah, anyway, so he's a young, talented rugby player, and he became paralysed as a teenager. Oh, this is Dean's friend's son. What? Yeah, he's, a, he's you know, an artist now. The guy that paints with his mouth? Yeah. 
Oh my God. Well, there's a musical about him. Dina was talking to me about him the other day. He's incredible, isn't he? He's incredible. And there is now. Sort of lifted him into fame, didn't she? I think she not lifted, but I think she bought a load of his paintings. I love him. Yeah, he was 17 years old. He had a tragic accident on holiday and he crushed his spinal cord. He became paralyzed from the shoulders down. And from that, he basically started drawing with his mouth and through sure like, it on the rugby pitch. No, it was on well, unless the music. Maybe, maybe I've missed, maybe I've missed, maybe it's not the same person then. Because oh, Dina I think was it will be. Her friend's son was on the pitch when it happened, and it was just horrendous. Right. She was talking to me about that just the other day. Well, I have to go and see this. And it was well, it was his incredible. artwork is incredible, and it's such a lovely show about it's kind of about family, it's about resilience, it's about oh. one of his one of his artwork and one of his mottos is every day is a good day. And I thought we could leave, wow. not now. But at the end, we should all say every day is a good day. Okay. Apart from when something, you have some minor problem and then your day is always completely ruined. I know, I know. Will you be using this as an example in the future? I should, yeah. I should always think back and think, you know what? You're going to be inspired. So what's it called again? It's called The Little Little Big Things. It's on at a theatre called The Soho Place, which opened last year in October 2022. So it's quite a new theatre. So if you don't know London very well, it's um it's the new theatre that's just outside of Tottenham um, Court Road Station. All right? Okay. Tom, Lee, you're too manly for us. Tone it down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, just go and have a look at that story. It's just a feel-good story. It's a feel-good story. And if you can, check out the musical. It's a good one. It's called The Little Big Things. It, we I cried. That. We, you I cried. cried? Wow. Oh, I cry a lot these days. But usually only after why. Uh, Jacqueline Clements would love yeah, us I, to sing happy birthday to Florence. She's eight today. One, two, oh, three. happy birthday, Florence. Do we do it now? Sing, sing yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday, dear Lawrence. Happy birthday to you. You see, I know my place. I whispered. Did you notice that? Happy birthday, Florence. So what's your next uh, topic? All right, let's talk The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. I mean, I can't believe I've chosen such manly tuppets. But this is actually quite a funny one. So, I don't know if you've seen in the news recently, uh, but uh, there's been a little bit of a mix-up at a waxwork museum in Paris or in France. I think it's Paris. Paris isn't um, France. No, I know. I, I, yeah, oh, yeah, it's the Paris Museum. Um, so, uh, The Rock a.k.a. Dwayne Johnson, um, he, he's gone onto his Instagram and he's poked a little bit of fun uh, at this waxwork. Now, I don't have a photo of the waxwork. Oh, actually, maybe I could get one on my phone. But um, basically, this museum have done a waxwork, a bit like Madame Two Swords, I guess. And I'm just going to show you the photo, actually, of it and just let you know or let you kind of come to your own conclusion about what do you think about that? Yes. 
I mean, you can't massively see it. So let me just tell you. You need to see the two together. You what, sorry? You need to see the two of him together. You need to see him with the waxwork to see what they've done. Oh, yeah. Well, he hasn't visited the waxwork yet, unfortunately. They showed photos of the two of them together. Why don't you show one of him as a waxwork and I'll show one of him as himself, okay? Okay. So this is him as the waxwork. I mean, the, the colour saturation isn't great. I mean, I just, I should just, just say, oh, well, here we go. Yes, oh, I yeah. saw that. He isn't white. He isn't white. Yes. Um. So basically, so, this so wax this, work. This is his actual colour. Show you one. Look at that. Look at that. I mean, he's almost completely white. It's quite funny. So he's gone onto his Instagram and he said, hey, you might want to update my wax figure, starting with, you know, my actual skin colour. I and love then it. So funny. He actually said his team is going to give the Grevin Museum in Paris a buzz. And next time he's in Paris, he'll pop in and have a drink uh, with himself. And apparently they unveiled this wax figure and on the 16th of October. And it says on its website that, that the artist, I mean, you would be embarrassed, wouldn't you? Had to rely on photos and videos to create the sculpture. In a press release, it says the model's eyes had to be redone three times to avoid too dark a tint, making the star's <laughs> face too hard and erasing its warm aspect. And I just love the thought of someone going, like not noticing that he's white, but going... <laughs> Mom looks a little bit grumpy. It's like, no, I mean, maybe... He looks a little bit white. He looks white. I think that's the problem. But is he not just the best communicator in the world? So what he does is he's made his point with, like, grace and class. He puts the arse into class, that one. He really does. And says, I'll come in and I'll have a drink with you. And I just... I just... That man, for me, has never done a single thing wrong. Nothing. Do you remember when Alison Hammond got him to marry her and... No, got Chris Rock to marry them both, or was it the other way around? I mean, he just... You know, my favourite thing in people is playful people, and he's yeah. so playful. Like, on his Instagram... <clears throat> Quite a few times, he, he does a film of him driving along and you know those um, tourist buses that take people around to see the stars' homes. Yeah, and a look at the are passing the home of Reese Witherspoon on the left. If you want to have a look on the left, that's Reese Witherspoon, not without a to the house, yeah. And so a lot of stars are all like, oh, God, you know, that's my house. Dwayne drives up and goes... Hi, guys. Did you see my house yet? You have to follow him on Instagram. And they're all like, oh, my God, and getting their cameras and hanging out. And do you know what I loved so much is that under his post, he put, this gives me such a buzz. Nothing gives me a buzz like seeing people so excited to see me. Yeah. And what I love about that is his truth. Because yeah. a lot of stars and not so sorry stars are all like, oh God, you know, they treat the, the audiences like they've got the plague, you know. And it's yeah. like, these are the people that love you. Why would you have such disrespect for them or those that love it but would never say they love it? You know, yeah, it's, because it's almost uncool to say that you love it. 
Yeah, but there is nothing cooler than somebody being honest and kind. I find that the coolest, playful, kind and honest are the coolest, sexiest things you can be. You know, well, so he, um, great with how you my, feel. My friend hosted a film premiere of his and um, they were chatting and he has his own tequila. Another reason to love him. What's it called? We've I, never I, tried I find, tequila. I find that actually, yeah. He's got his, you know how these big stars now just go it go into like their own, you know, alcohol or what it's called terrible. Tequila. That's what I don't understand. Kendall Jenner, what what's yeah. the name? There's loads of them that are not yes, it's Kendall, isn't it? What why tequila? It's really odd. Because I think tequila's a massive in America, actually. So I think it's a lot of these big American stars. Like, a, a, a lot of Americans now just drink tequila neat. It's like a just a, a thing that they always have. So, but, um, he, I don't even um, agree with it. I think when you've got so much money to then make more money from a drink that essentially you're selling because it's cool, because there is something cool about tequila. Do you know what I mean? It's like, Why? But, but not The Rock, because he can do anything. He can do nothing. Well, more. he's got his own, Terramana. And he was at this premiere and chatting to my friend. And my friend, you know, started talking about the tequila or whatever. And he was like, we'll send you some. We'll send you some. And, you know, my friend was, I think my friend was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, Rock. Like, you know. Yeah, because a lot of people might say that with the absolute intention, not, not like being fake. And then, yeah. of course, life goes on and they don't do it. But did he do well, it? Well, not only, well, it, it, she didn't hear anything. And his team had just got in touch with her management. And a week later, a massive delivery of about 12 bottles of his tequila no. arrived at her house. Just, hey, great to meet you. Uh, lots of love, Dwayne. Like, what? So classy. So classy. So lovely. The other thing about him on Instagram, when he's with his daughters, he is just so, he's such a brilliant dad. Oh. He just seems like a kind person. Let's hope he's tuned into this and he might want to do a live with us. Rock, if you're there, yeah, sorry, what I say hi. I don't mind you doing tequila because you're all right. He probably gives all the money to charity. Yeah, yeah, don't worry, Rock. We, we love you. And I don't <laughs> have scruples, so... <laughs> Yeah, he's got zero scruples. Send him the tequila and then I'll go around yeah. and drink it. My scruples are, if it works for me, I'm in. <laughs> um, anyway, I've got a dilemma for you. I've got a dilemma. Okay. Oh, we love a dilemma. Okay, and it is for everyone, actually. Oh, no. I know what, I Desperados know. are a bit Moorish, classy, huh? Desperados. Desper oh, I used to drink Desperados. That one with a Mexican hat on? No, that's... Avoid that like the plague. That's um, that's uh, one of my one of my rules in life is never drink tequila if it's got a sombrero on the lid. <laughs> that's what I said to Maddie. I said I've got some really good advice from Lee. It's <laughs> the kind yeah. of advice I hand down to my children. And she was going, <laughs> out there, going to a tequila party, and then about two hours later, I got a photo of all these tequila bottles with Mexican hats on that everyone else had brought. <laughs> no, 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 no! It will ruin you. It's the worst. So, um, basically, it's, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, wedding dress dilemma. Okay. So. Hit us with I, it. I, I want to know, know what the subs would do here, okay? Who's in the wrong? Who's in the wrong here? Okay, so we're going from the rock to the wrong. <laughs> not a good segue, not a good segue. Um, 
So, oh God, I'm delirious. Um, <laughs> so, this woman was planning a wedding, okay? She was planning a wedding. And when planning a wedding, obviously choosing the right dress is a very crucial decision for anyone. Some opt for new dresses, while others might go for a family tradition. In this case, the person went for a family tradition, which was the dress was passed down through generations. Right. So one, one bride who had already been married was excited because her sister, her younger sister, wanted to wear their mum's wedding dress, which her, you know, that, that she had previously worn for her wedding. So she said, right, well, my sister wants to wear this wedding dress. And then she was like, where is it? Where, where's my wedding dress? And she realized it was at a friend's house. So she'd given it to her what friend oh. to, to look after because she was doing some renovations in their oh. bedroom. So she didn't want among the renovations for the wedding dress to get ruined. And then she'd just forgotten about it and said it was there. However, her friend, after numerous attempts of being asked, couldn't find the wedding dress, okay? Couldn't oh. find the wedding dress. Oh, Raspberry Mojito's girls' cousins getting married next year. Um, so <laughs> and then we go just off to the GP to have a smear test. Good luck, Hillary. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, uh, have fun, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, um, oh, God. Anyway, so... <laughs> Lost my train of thought, Ellery, but um, I have fun. So I uh, then, so then the, 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 friend, the friend couldn't find it. The friend couldn't find the wedding dress. And she was like, oh, where is it? Blah, 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 blah. She kept saying she couldn't find this dress. She couldn't find this dress. So the friend was, she was getting a bit upset. She was like, where's this dress? Anyway, then this friend who couldn't find the dress was like, can you house sit my dogs while I'm on holiday? She was like, yeah, yeah, let's house you know, house sit the dogs. So she's there, you know, house sitting. And I imagine this friend's a bit like, hmm, hmm. Creeps up to her bedroom of the friend who she's house sitting, goes in through her wardrobe and just thinks, I'll start having just a quick double check Ooh. of the dress and finds it among a load of kind of piled up boxes and stuff, right? And she says, I didn't think that she had said that, it, you know, it was malicious that the dress wasn't there. there. But she, so she texts her friend being like, oh, my God, great news. I found the dress. It was Ooh. in your closet. And her friend, rather than being, she says, happy for her that she's found this dress that has been, been passed down to generations, has said, why are you rummaging through my house? You have no right to do that. And they've now broken up. Well, or is it a bit of a dilemma? Tony says this has given her anxiety. Um, so I'm... who's right. in the wrong here? Right. So if it was me, right, so say it was Lisa, right, and she, and she knows and we have shared that I am a fuckhead with, like, you know, mess and 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 just disorganization. And she went and looked when I wasn't here. I would kind of understand, but I would feel like couldn't you have said when you're here, come on, I'll go and help you look. Yeah. I, 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 
I think it, it's it's annoying to challenge somebody when they said they've looked and they can't find it. But when she was looking, was that because she believed that her friend was lying? Because that's what the friend is going to think. She's going to think, oh, you thought I was lying. I told you I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. Yeah. I like, mean, capitals. No, she should not snoop. Good shit, well, Lolly. Some friendships are doomed anyway. I think what I would have done in that situation is snooped. Would you? But not said put, anything. Put the put the box back into where it was. Asked a few more times to look for this dress. Because she says in this thing, actually, she says in the article, I kept badgering and badgering her and she was like not replying sometimes and she didn't seem to have this kind of urgency where she was like this is a real important thing it's a, a wedding dress so I think what I'd do is I would snoop I would find the dress I would leave the dress where it was mm. and then be like can I come back and find it or help you look and then I'd be like oh my god it's here if she let me do that but then if she didn't let me do that I, think, I don't think you can do it without the person there but I think I would definitely have I mean the friendship is over if the friend is stolen your dress and not giving it back yeah so you know I would probably I know, but she doesn't believe she's so, so stolen it she said that she she actually said she didn't think there was any malice in it she just couldn't find it so she's going I just helped her find it no she shouldn't have done it so what she should have done is said has gone around there and say, come on, we're going to look for it together. It's in here somewhere. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Snooping. You can't really go through people's stuff. Because some people aren't so bothered. I wouldn't be too bothered about people looking through my stuff because I don't, don't remember. But for other people, it's like the worst thing. It's really, like, important. It is a bit of an invasion of privacy, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Well, they will not be friends anymore. How sad. So that dress now is now steeped in a massive breakup. But, oh, I mean, Corey Herrett says, no, she shouldn't have done it. But then imagine if then, you know, her sister wants to get married and she can't find the wedding dress that has been passed down from generation to generation. Um, Must be looking a bit tatty by now. Well. I want, oh, my God. Imagine this. Imagine if the sister rang the sister's friend and said, please, for fuck's sake, don't find the dress. Yes, hide the dress. Hide the dress. Thank God it's out of my sister. She's obsessed with us all wearing this bloody dress. I don't want to wear that dress. I think that's yes. what happens. I think that's what happened. Now the other the sister is going to become the best friend of the ex, best friend of the sister. It's going to cause more drama. Or what if the sister is having an affair with the friend? <laughs> Now, this is all... I think we've gone a bit too far. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Holix thinks I might be right. I think she's rung up and said, for fuck's sake, don't find the dress. I thought the friend was being kind and was hiding it, so she bought one that suited her better, says Sarah Fox. I mean, but that's not her choice to make. How many generations has it gone down? I mean, it's going to be a little... Yellow. But I love that, like, but that isn't her choice to make. She can't go, do you know what? I was doing you a favour. You look <laughs> awful in that dress. Oh, through the gener I've seen all the photos through the generations. You've all looked shit in that yeah, dress. Yeah, listen, it didn't look good on your mum, and that was new. It ain't going to look on good on you, babes. On your grandmother. 
Oh, darling, it's been so wonderful. And I know now that you have a very strict routine before you arrive at the studios. Um, you need a light lunch, a sauna, a swim and a massage. Are you having your nails done today, your toenails? No, no pedicure. Oh. Um, toenails. Ooh, the, the word toenails went right through me. I love toes. Well, not in a fetish way. <laughs> not like toes like everyone else seems to not like toes these days anyway we seem to be going down something now that we're not supposed to i don't mind toes but i don't like them <laughs> um yeah no i'm gonna go to the gym it's a pull day today pull which means it's back and arms and not that oh, you're I, I think you're gonna pull someone yeah no no or pull a muscle um but no, this has been lovely. I mean, I hope it's been all right. Listen, it's no mark. We I have loved it. It's I been can't so dissect the news professionally. I mean, I honestly, I'm, I, I can't. Don't take me back to the beginning because I'm going to laugh and I'm never going to be able to stop. Don't, don't, don't. Um, so you you helped there. So well done. Um, how, but yes. How I gathered was. <laughs> guys, I'd just like to say. Oh, no, I'm no don't. Don't bring no. it back. Um, anyway, guys, if you've enjoyed your time here with us, do look out for the live that we're going to do on musicals on Instagram, where Lee will be able to sing. We will make so sure that sound works, that internet works, so we can have a clear and beautiful time. Yeah, and if if you're watching this back on Catch Up, do you call Catch Up? Um, pop in the comments what your favourite musical is. I'm gonna I'm gonna read yes. some of the comments. Yes, do that, and then we can use them on our Instagram live. Lee, have the most wonderful day. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow in the studio. Oh, yes, I'll see you tomorrow. Yes. And hope All right. Like Thanks, guys. See you later, everyone. Lots of love. Bye.